gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, tonight, D-Generation X proudly brings to you the greatest show on earth. And that's the bottom line, because Stone Cold said so. Joe Black, Chris Mindell, the Sons of Slam podcast. never have thought this to be a righteous entrance song for a group but watching it back it, it, it kicks it slaps as the kids say People would refer to this as a certified banger. <laughs> it really was. Kansas with Carry On My Wayward Son. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Sons of Slam. I forgot what the name of the show was. It's been so long. My name is Chris Mindell, along with the Reaper, Mr. Joe Black. Sir, nice to see you again. Hello, buddy. How's it going? Not bad. I am uh, trying to get along. I'm trying to remember how soccer goes. <laughs> okay. Because the World Cup is here so in quite possibly one of the most absurd places in the world. So you are you are betting on a sport that you have no, no idea about. I have an idea about it. I know you kick the ball one way. We I all know, know the offside about rule, yes. and I think as long as I know the offside rule, I get soccer. Okay. The ties are really tough. However, when you bet a draw and it turns out to be a draw, you win. <laughs> so weird. So weird that way. Soccer, everybody. Football. And the rest of the world. I don't, for I don't, us pansy I, I refer Americans. to it as footy. Footy. Football is a round shape. I mean, an, an oval shape. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. F- uh, uh, a football is an oval shape. A footy ball is round. Uh, a round. Yeah. There we go. Words. <laughs> that word. Oh, so much to talk about. So little time. Um, Very true. This song. Man, what 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 a what a way to uh, bring in a, a group. 
I need to tell you something. It must, it need- must be nice for Tony Khan just to be like, you know what? Here, yeah, just we'll just pay the, the royalties for whatever we, whatever you want. It's fine. I need to share what my experience was on Saturday. Uh, by the way, fuck Tony Khan. Yes, go ahead. <laughs> Which leads yeah. to Saturday. <laughs> All right, we'll get to that in a second. Uh-huh. Um, so I, as everybody knows, was at my dad's birthday party. Sorry, very, very abrupt there. Yes, go ahead. Yes, and uh, so I was at my dad's birthday party, and I was I did exactly like I said I was going to do. I was mm-hmm. going to pick a table in the corner. I got there crazy early, so I knew which table it was going to be. Okay. Pick the table in the corner. Watch my fucking pay-per-view the whole night. I had to mingle every now and again. You know, Jade Cargill match comes up. I go, okay, let me go get a beer. Wow. Let me let me go get some food. I'm hyped that I stayed for the beginning for the entrance because I thought sure. that was that, that was, was quite a quite a shot. Very cool. But uh, so the the reason I bring that up is because I believe that was the second match of the night, if I'm not mistaken. Second or third? It was towards the beginning of the night. Uh, I have it as uh, the sixth. What? I have, yeah, one, two, three, four, five, six. In order. Yeah. Read them in order. Oh, right. Ladies and gentlemen, your full gear review. Uh, here we go. So uh, first up was Best Friends. Okay. It's wrong. Automatically, it's wrong. Okay. Go ahead. Oh, oh, no, I'm sorry. Are you sure? What is the third match on there? Uh, yeah, is think- it Eddie Kingston versus Junakiyama? No, I think this is right. Yes, it is. Okay. So it's not the fucking, it's not How the sixth dare match. you? Because the first three of the zero hour. So it was the third match. Okay, fine. All right. So what's this? What's the? It it should have so, gone. Okay, uh, so previ- the, the, the steel cage match, and then this one. Okay. So for the the buy-in, I'm sorry. Hey, okay. No zero hour. Zero. Okay, listen. Let, let's let's backtrack this entire thing. I, I have stuff to say before we can get to this whole entire card. All right. Uh, so then let me get to my freaking get to your reaction point, yes. to everything. Get to your reaction, and then it will and get then we'll to, go into everything. Because Jesus is, Christ, yes, I have hot off the gates. Yeah, really. Go. <laughs> so I. Saw I, I was sitting down watching the pay per view, mm-hmm. and I saw the Death Triangle get introduced, and I was like, "Oh, they're gonna do something." So I'm sitting there. Somebody's trying to talk to me, and I completely ignore them. And I look at this, and Wayward Son, Carry On My Wayward Son by Kansas comes on, mm-hmm. and I immediately drop to both of my elbows on the table. Elbows me, hand, head in my hands, going, I fucking missed this. Yeah, I missed missed this. (laughs) As that's happening, I'm in that position, head on my hand, like I'm about to vomit, head in my hands for a solid 90 seconds. Mm -hmm. After that 90 seconds is up, I lift up my head, and my stepbrother, his wife, and her sister are both looking at me and laughing. And I go, I get it. I get it because they knew the whole the whole thing behind everything. I was, just, I was going to ask you if anybody actually knew what you were doing in the corner there while you were making all these. Yes, these no, movements. everybody knew because uh, everybody was coming up to talk to me because I was with my sister and she's pregnant and stuff like that. So it was, oh my god, baby! Oh, congratulations, Uncle! Thank you. We Thank talk, you. We talked about this, probably yes. coming soon. Stay tuned. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so uh, during like the midst of that, I, I had in my hands. They they're all looking at me and laughing. And I go, all right, get you laughing in. I don't care if you're laughing at me. I sincerely don't care. Mm. So <laughs> I go up after all that. I go up to get a beer. And my stepbrother, I, I, 
I go right by my stepbrother and I lean down as if I'm about to tell him something, like as if something just happened. And I just whisper in his ear, fuck you. <laughs> and I walked to get a beer and he lost his shit. He started dying laughing. He goes, dude, he comes up to me later. He goes, dude, when you whispered that in my ear, I was totally not expecting that. I thought you were about to say like some, some fun shit was happening like uh, at the pay-per-view and shit you just come and say fuck you now what what, what was <laughs> the person what was the purpose of said fuck you he was laughing at me oh because he was just laughing at you for watching wrestling. yeah okay, he was gotcha. laughing at oh, me he was fuck one- you <laughs> i love him don't get me wrong but fuck sure, you sure 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 a- anybody would have done it. i would have done it to you I, it doesn't matter and, and i you play. absolutely that's yeah yeah turnabout's fair play absolutely I think that's the phrase that is cool so but yeah, that was my uh, that, was, that your... was my carry on my wayward son experience. So that was that, that was your uh, your Saturday was was partying it up with your dad. Sadder day, yes. Sad. No, nah, I was happy. It, it was it was a good party. All all things considered, good. I did I did have to rewatch the pay per view on uh, on on Sunday afternoon while I was at work, mm-hmm. and so that was fun. But it was a good it was a good thing to rewatch. I'm glad I rewatched it because it gave me a fresh sense of everything that was going on I, I have to start this entire statement with with that so i want to start this by saying <laughs> we both love aew and the environment that they put on and the shows that they put on however however thank you yes so floor this is what happens when i shouldn't even say that this is <laughs> things happen uh so last time we spoke on said show, uh, I was coming time down. Ho- yes. You, never mind. Never mind. Just, just go. Just, uh, last time I'm we sorry, spoke. Last, last time we spoke on the show, I was coming down hard on you, as far as missing the show. Yeah. So <laughs> th- things happen, and it's it's awful when they happen. So uh, I. I I think you're the literally other than family. You're the only person I told, obviously, because you know, we were going to this event, and so I could not make said event after everything going on. After after talking to you, after saying what the hell's wrong with you, how dare your husband, your husband, your father's wife make plans and for all days to make it like six months ahead of time? Yes, for lack of a better term, you were bullying. Go on, I was bullying you. Yes, I apologize. Um, Would it be the first time some of my best friends bully me. Shout out, Stephen. <laughs> Um, yeah, shout out to Steven. So yes, things happen. And so, uh, I missed full gear because I had a death in the family and the death was my aunt, my mom's uh, sister. So uh, pretty much my, my last, my last aunt, my mom's last surviving sibling. So this happened Monday and I immediately contacted, you know, I was like, I, 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 we had the insurance. We bought the insurance on on the tickets, which I've never, ever, ever, ever had to cash in on. It was just something to say, like, listen, we have this as a backup. Let's just get the tickets. We'll get the insurance. We'll pay the extra whatever it was, 10, 15 bucks. And I will never buy the insurance again and just eat the cost. I love you for saying that because my rant <laughs> is about to be to, first of all, uh, I can't even say Ticketmaster. Um, who, who's the insurance company? Was it Assurian? Uh, Allianz maybe for whatever for ticket for ticket entertainment insurance. Um, we purchased. I mean, it's not the first time we blanket state blanket statement for all ticket entertainment insurances. Mm-hmm. 
Yes, going across the board, no matter what event you you attend. Um, you've bought these. Th- you've bought this before, and I've always been like, yeah, whatever, that's fine. Let's just do it. Just God forbid something happens, and it, nothing happened. God forbid until this. So now you have your events. I have a wake to have to attend, and all of the days it happens to be Saturday. So the entire day was schlepping around and t- taking my mom, having my sister do go here, blah blah blah. Attend wake, attend dinner afterwards. No watching of full gear for obvious reasons so the entire week i'm contacting you and you're telling me that the insurance company because you told them the truth as to what is happening asked you well okay some, someone of the truth. Someone of the truth. yes they asked me for a death certificate somewhat of the truth so there was a death they asked you for a death certificate here is my <laughs> here here is the thing that sticks in my craw i i cannot in in good conscience i can't ask my mother, who just lost her sister, mom, you know what? I, I know you're dealing with this, but I, I, I'm gonna need some proof. I need proof of this, and I need to get my. It's so fucked. I, up. I need to get my hundred dollars back. Is there any way that you can get this for me? Thanks, I appreciate it. Go, 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 do your thing over there. That's fine. But when when you have time, when you have time, please, please get me that certificate. What in the fuck am I supposed to do, and how am I supposed to approach that? There is no way in hell I'm going to do that. So. The fact that they asked for this and there's no way to get said refund because you don't have this certificate, I probably could easily ask her and never speak to her again because, <laughs> you know, timing's everything. So the fact that I had to have some company tell me, listen, in your in your moment of grief, we need this this proof that she's actually dead. And the fact that if we had said anything else, if we had said someone has COVID – that, whatever, you're sick, you have the flu, it, you can't make it because you have a car accident. Whatever other reason it could have possibly been, I would like to have seen what proof they needed in that situation as opposed to something that is so cut and dry as a death certificate. Death, there's a certificate that we all get, that the family members get, and that's it. So now I need a copy of that to prove that I paid you whatever money it was for the insurance to get my fucking money back. <sighs> I will never, ever, ever in life get insurance <laughs> on any ticket. I will take I will take the bite on whatever it is, whatever happens to be. If it's a hundred, if I'm going to, to WrestleMania and I happen to get front row seats and they're twenty thousand dollars, I'm I'm biting. I'm sorry. I, there's there's I'm sorry. This is the the worst customer service experience. I, I don't know. And you're the one that dealt with it, as far as I've heard, ever. And then the fact that you go to to Ticketmaster, tell that part of the story. You're going to Ticketmaster to reach out to them to see if they can get the the refund through them. Granted, the ticket, excuse me, granted, the Ticketmaster part of that story was day of, if not the day before. I feel like if I had jumped on that opportunity at the beginning of the week, we'd be singing a different tune. Okay. But uh, Ticketmaster apparently wasn't issuing any refunds. Why? Due to the the issuer of the tickets not allowing it, it's a great. I'll be honest with you, it's a great area in my head where it's either that or I couldn't. I know for a fact the that this is what I understood. Mm. Not about the refund per se, oh but for reselling it, Tony Khan. Tony Khan was not allowing us to resell on Ticketmaster. Mm. Even though we bought them on Ticketmaster. 
So and you tell everyone to go to Ticketmaster to buy your fucking tickets. So I couldn't, I couldn't, we couldn't get him onto Ticketmaster. I tried getting him onto StubHub. They immediately removed them, uh, immediate, but it took like an hour. They were on there for like a good hour or two, and then they removed them. I didn't even notice. They didn't tell me until I look on the app to see if there were any sales, because I remember texting you. I go back to the app. I didn't even tell you this. Went back to the app, and they were gone. They were gone. So Jesus. I tried to try to repost them, and they, it wouldn't let me. Then I went try to go to Game Time to see if I could sell them there, and they said, if you have any other sales on any other apps, we will check, and if, if that's the case, you will be not only removed from this, but you will not you will be barred from selling from, on our app forever. Um. So they made it almost literally impossible unless, again, I got that piece of paper to prove this regardless of if I paid the insurance or not. So, I'm, I'm again, I'm wondering if you had said any other reason why we couldn't make this event, even though we paid the insurance, it sh- the fact that they were so persistent in asking for this that we can't get our money back because of, again, if you had said we were sick, then... What, what what would have happened? We need a proof of what the uh, uh, the flu shot the, of the COVID I, test. I full on believe that I would not have gotten my money back if I had said that I had a party that I couldn't that I had to go to that I couldn't get out of. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure. Well, what would this extenuate? I'm I'm curious to find out what the extenuating circumstances are to to apply the insurance that they would actually give you the money back. In their, it must be that in their head that you just oh, there's death. It's easy. Give me the death certificate. Boom. Bob's your uncle. Okay. I'll give you the, I'll give you. But they don't. They but don't is that the only reason why you. The, the only reason why you. Because it's pay a fucking call center. But you, is, is that You're the only reason why? You're calling a call center and they go, "Oh yeah, I, I apologize, but unfortunately, we need a." But I'm saying, is that, is that the only reason why you can use a, you can apply insurance to tickets is through death? There's got to be other reasons that you can apply to. Like, I, if I'm no, sick, I'm not going to go to an you, event. If you go like this, if you go COVID. Right, they're going to say, "Okay, provide me with a positive COVID." I have the flu, and it's not COVID. What do I do? I'm still going to go to the event and get and and take the risk of getting people sick. I got COVID at an event. <laughs> me too. People forgot about that at a, at an AEW event. No, this was uh... exactly. I got one at an AEW event. It was it was a sporting event, and then we ironically went to Survivor Series. <laughs> and uh, it was last year. Holy shit! It's been a year. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I it wasn't Survivor Series in Nashville last year. No, it was SummerSlam. No, it was, I'm sorry. No, Survivor Series was in Brooklyn. Yes, you're right. You're right. <laughs> Fucking a. I, I'm telling you, I, I will never buy insurance. It's it's the, the. I will never buy insurance on entertainment tickets. So you will buy insurance on, like an airline ticket. Okay. I feel like somehow that's different. Okay. Because it's up to the air, it's up to the airline as a whole, right, right. As opposed to, plus I can also, if this is the exact same situation, and you go to your mom, and you say, "I need to provide proof that I can't get on this plane," that's a little different than saying, "I need to provide proof that I couldn't see MJF win the title." But wouldn't you think? <laughs> Very true. Wouldn't you, know you I mean? wouldn't you think though? I mean, and again, I, I'm putting shoes in in both sides, both feet on both sides of this situation. If I am Ticketmaster or if I'm the insurance company, regardless, I, I do not care. If I'm the insurance company, I do not care what the excuse is. I need proof of the excuse to be able to give money back because it has to. I, I I'm trying to. I was trying to wrap my head around that. But with that being said, wouldn't you think that again? Exactly what you just said, as opposed to. 
me finding it, getting insurance because I can't get on a flight to, you know, whatever, where I'm going. As opposed to yeah, yeah like Mississauga. Huh? As opposed to seeing, <laughs> as opposed to seeing someone win a championship in in Jersey, like I, there has to be some sort of like level of importance <laughs> when it comes to things like that. And you're telling me that I can't watch a, a ridiculously uh, predetermined, a ridiculous predetermined situation because I can't make it because my my aunt just passed away. So now I have to prove this to you. Fuck you. <laughs> So, this is my uh, I only have one reference for this and there's only truly one person I know who goes to it enough where I could ask uh if it would be the same. Do you think Rob would have the same issue with a Broadway ticket? I mean, you know what I mean? Would 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 it be the same? So funny enough. Well, so so funny enough they he we had a situation where we went to get tickets. He got us tickets for uh, Phantom of the Opera, and they couldn't make it. I couldn't make it, so he tried to rearrange dates. He was able to rearrange two of the tickets, and the other two had to stay, or whatever the situation was. But they were able to not... It wasn't a refund, but it was a swap of dates. That's different, though, because you can go on another day. This is a once a one-time thing. Like, you can't re- really, like use this for credit towards something else like you can do a Broadway I would, show I, I'll, I'll fucking do that in a heartbeat no, I, i'm not saying it, you can't i'm not saying i wouldn't i'm just saying you can't <laughs> that's not a thing with Ticketmaster. true that that's that doesn't exist if it's a broadway show they, they it's very hard pressed to make it work but you can if you kind of beg enough but this is a one-time thing it's it's you know it doesn't happen again so the whole thing was just such a shit show and so i yeah again i would never buy insurance uh, entertainment insurance again I will buy the tickets. I'll I'll take the risk of of said ticket, um, and that's that. That's uh, I'm just I'm thoroughly upset with. And again, it's not even Ticketmaster. It's fucking Tony Khan because he doesn't want to lose out lose out on his money because he needs to have a sellout. Yeah, <sighs> I want to point that out. Uh, I don't get me wrong. Love AEW. Loved Full Gear. Absolutely loved Full Gear. <clears throat> However. Mm-hmm. I will not accept that as a true sellout. Because there were two people missing. <laughs> because two people were at least in fact two, missing from at that least crowd. Two people and were the missing. seats were definitely not filled. That's right. At least two people were missing. Although it was sold. I mean, the tickets were sold. They were sold, but we were not there. So it's still a sellout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Still $1 million gate. I'm not I'm not disparaging that part. Right. Uh-huh. But it's not a true sellout. Not every single person mm-hmm. who bought a ticket was there. We're there. Right. That's my point. Minus two. Yeah, 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 minus two. There's always going to be that asterisk. Just like the 2017 World Series, always going to be an asterisk. This is true. With that being said. And in that fact, 2022 World Series. Fuck those guys. Yeah, fuck them all. <laughs> fuck them all. Um, by the way, you're, uh, do, you have, do you have any affiliation with the Giants of the San Francisco variety? If I do have a love and affiliate. I have mentioned on this show that I have a love and affiliate and and affinity for the San Francisco Giants if because you, uh, my grandmother was such a huge <laughs> San Francisco Giant as well as a Willie McCovey fan. If so. you okay, okay, Willie McCovey, it goes back. You know, I I bring it. I bring up the Willie McCovey part to justify it all. Okay, does it go back to like New York Giants or just when they moved to San Francisco? No, just when they moved to San Francisco. However, also separated. Uh, connected but separated to the topic mm-hmm. someone on my dad's side of the family my dad born and raised in northern california mm-hmm. uh someone on his side of the family was born in flushing queens don't know how that happened 
Small world. Small world. Small world. And I, ironically, at one point, I lived right around the block from where that was. I, I only bring this up because if your other team on the West Coast signs Aaron Judge, the show is over. <laughs> over. Where is it? <laughs> I, I don't. I don't have one handy. Over. I would have switched my hats out right now. There, oh, I am wearing a 49 Yeah, you're wearing though. Niners hat. Congratulations on their win. I want to switch. Uh, quick segue. Shout out. <laughs> Shout out to the San Francisco fucking 49ers. Holy shit. Shout out George Kittle, two plus touchdowns at plus 900. Let's go. <laughs> Actually, go. no, might have been more. Uh. It was a good day for your boy. It was a good Monday. Now, with all that being said, um, I, I will always stick to watching every single week of Monday Night Raw. I, I try to. I, I try my hardest to because normally I'm, I'm at work and I'll just I'll, I'll flip it on real right. quick on my phone. Mm. With all that being said, there will always be one Monday out of every single year where I am not able to watch Monday Night Raw. And that's strictly because the Niners are on Monday Night Football. Priorities. And that was this past week as the 49ers beat the dog piss out of the freaking Arizona Cardinals 38 to 10. En el Estadio Esteca, en la Ciudad de México. Shout out to it was uh, a wonderful time. Shout out to the uh, the Arizona. Uh, who's what? Uh, what coach was that? Off for the Cardinals. The OC was that the offensive coordinator? I'm trying to think of who, who was that uh, got fired immediately for groping. I have no idea. Groping a woman in Mexico City. <laughs> like, would you not, would really? You think, would you think of doing that overseas, like, or in another country? Like, why the hell would you do that? And they immediately shipped him back. They they flew him back. Arizona fired him on the spot. Yeah, you don't want a freaking international incident. So there's that. Um, but the, yeah. on, on, a, on a related topic, really quick, did you hear about the uh, <laughs> one of the coaches for, um, <clears throat> I'm sorry, one of the coaches for Tennessee? Who had that big win last Sunday and then immediately got a DUI at 4 a.m. Oh, yes, because he was partying. <laughs> yes. <laughs> time and place, sir. Time and place. Jeez. Exactly. Time good, and place for everything. Good Lord. Um, we have gone exactly 26 and a half minutes of just carry on and, and ranting this entire time. So, Well, I mean, we did start with carry on my wayward son. and It, I said, it wouldn't be us if we didn't carry on. Wait. <laughs> we shouldn't change the show to carrying on. Uh, let's see. Carry on with the Reaper and Chris. <laughs> it's like Mike and the Mad Dog. Awful name. Such an awful, awful name. Uh, wrestling. Hey, there's that. Uh, since we were talking about Full Gear and all things of not being there, so pissed. So fucking pissed. Like, like yeah, we could not be there. Um, but it sounds like the guys had a good time, even though they got ropes also by the. The uh, the row in front of them apparently in a way yes they were uh, they were harassed manhandled some would say kneecaps being manhandled verbally harassed too at some point I I do recall Stephen telling me however don't think we should bring that one up okay yeah <laughs> let's not talk about that we're not um, going to talk about we're not talk about that uh, yeah. let's, let's, we don't talk about Bruno I'm sorry and we're not I talking about that recently let's go through this this card of of thirteen matches thirteen matches for AEW just. Listen, you, uh, there is no doubt that even if you were at this event and you paid your hard-earned money and you were able to take advantage of it and not have to request a refund, they give you, regardless, they give you your money's worth because it seems like every pay-per-view that they do, 
is 10 or more matches and the damn thing goes four to five hours and you will be sitting there and going and going and going until you want to get to the the point where you know you're, you're there for what you're there for um so during zero hour best friends uh defeating the factory Ricky Starks defeating Brian Cage, and just—I've never seen. I, I always find it funny when wrestlers have to prove the point as far as them being hurt, and so they put the tape on their their ribs, and you know, that always heals everything. But I've never seen someone wrapped up so much as I saw Ricky Starks tonight on Dynamite. That was absurd. <laughs> How much he was wrapped up against uh, Ethan Page. He looked like he was in uh, Andre the Giant slash Big Show singlet. He looked like he was the Mummy. Like he looked like he was Kevin Nash in the Mummy outfit. Yes, yes. <laughs> Jesus Christ, there was so much tape. Oh, absurd. Um, my boy Eddie, uh, with his win in, in Zero Hour. June Akiyami, Akiyami? is that Akalami? Akiyami. Uh, Aka, Akal, Aka, <laughs> see, A-K-L-Y-A-M-A. That's wrong. Akiyama. Akiyama. It's a, yeah, it's June Akiyama. I, not an L. That's an I. Yes, June Akiyama. Uh Jungle Boy defeating Luchasaurus uh, via submission in a steel cage. Jungle Boy got busted open in that pretty well. In that first I, match. I enjoyed that. The first match. Uh, a push city for him, huh? Like he's yeah. Like, I mean, it was always it was always Jungle Boy. He's always been one of the like the pillars. No, understood. But like this, it seemed like this match kind of set that tone, like for sure. Yeah. Like this, this it was. It always seemed like a like a, a storyline. Like it was. This was inevitable that he was going to break up with Luchasaurus, but then. Like this seemed like just a side project as far as the entire card, but now it seems like he's uh, definitely going to get pushed into some sort of title picture. I've said this forever. As soon as he starts using his real name, like his name, instead of just being known as Jungle Boy, mm-hmm. like the push is going to be fucking awesome. Which is why they call him Jungle Boy Jack Berry. Oh, yeah. I mean, also, that's probably partially due to uh, to Jim Ross because he just has been calling him Jungle Boy Jack. Jack Perry. This whole time. Uh, uh, so You know how many, uh, really quick, yeah. you know how many people I was watching and and I had to go so many times, I go, see that guy right there? I go, who? The one, the short one with all the hair and all the blood. <laughs> and they go, yeah, That's okay. I go, remember Beverly Hills 90210? Ever heard of it? <laughs> like, yeah, what does he have to do? I go, That's Luke Perry's son. They go, no shit. Yeah. See that. You Still me- fake. I go fuck you. <laughs> you Come me. on, man. You try. I see how you try to bridge He's the gap, bleeding. entertainment gap between wrestling and like movies and TV. Something that is well known, you know, household names, and then you try to bridge the gap, and they're like, "Ah, it's still fake." Go fuck yourself. <laughs> go fuck you. The funny thing about it is, is my stepbrother does enjoy like Stone Cold. Like he'll always send me Stone Cold gifts out of nowhere. He he said me the other day he was. <laughs> He was randomly he was listening to Apple Music and uh, Stone Cold's theme music came on on the the old WWF Attitude series, mm-hmm. which I do have a couple CDs of bangers back in the day. Those CDs were good, yeah, <laughs> incredibly they were, they were good, very good. Um, I, I will say because we didn't didn't get a chance to talk about this, but the idea of the Death Triangle versus the Elite and that dynamite that they had the death triangle it was established that they were going to fight each other at full gear which yeah. was the week of it was a little little sus little weak they could have built that up a little bit more it was just kind of like oh we're having this match and then it turned into a best of seven like it was just kind of like here 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 they could have kind of built that up a little more instead of it just being like here's the match 
I think that it was probably due to the fact that they were going so hard for the entrance. Okay. They didn't want to. They didn't want to spoil the the pop for the entrance because they were going to get a huge pop regardless. Right. But them getting the huge pop on top of it also being a different song that every single person knows in that arena. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever heard of one person who hasn't at least recognized that song. And uh, I do understand your qualm with it about how it was weak, and they just go, oh, this is the best of seven now. Well, not even that. Uh, just even before that, before they, when they, they established the match, it was just kind of like they had that that graphic up, and then they materialized back <laughs> from you know, from deletion to, to on the screen, and then it was kind of like, oh, we're having this match. Like, it just, I don't know. It was just kind of like, oh, here, here we go. Here's a... Here's this match that you've been waiting for, but this is how we're presenting it. I just had a, a qualm with the presentation of it. The, seven, the, you have, the best of seven have, is kind of also weird, too, because it's just like, oh, now we're just doing this, and you're going to have six more matches, possibly, of these two teams. Are you mad about that? No, no, no I'm not mad about it. I'm just saying Khan oh. could have done it a little better. It could have been built up a little more in storytelling. If there if there were more, well, I mean, the, the promo packages that they've had that have obviously Those been were, alluding to the elite absolutely great absolutely great the and then all the i i enjoyed it because it was it was festering on twitter mm-hmm. like it was festering on social media <laughs> so many and that's why Pac took twitter, the man. microphone and, and said all that mm-hmm. so when he when he did all that i agree with you i would have liked to see the clock ticking more because it seemed like they were or, or the gear shift Mm-hmm. It seemed like they 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 wanted to hone that part in. I would have liked to do that before they announced the match, and then came out to the special entrance, all that stuff. Right. Don't acknowledge the the rumors on Twitter. Play the promo package. Say that they have a match against a, a mysterious opponent. Mm. Meanwhile, everybody knows who it is. Everybody knows it is, but you know yeah. the pop's going to be fucking awesome. Right. It, it's the same mentality and bringing CM Punk back. Mm-hmm. You hear all the people talking about it on the internet. You know it's going to happen. You laid it out so that it's going to happen. CM Punk, Bray Wyatt, the Elite, all three of them came back roughly similar ways. Right. That long, t- well, Bray Wyatt's more of a long tease, but the tease leading up to the not guarantee. Um, I think it was a missed opportunity tonight too. We'll talk really quickly later on about dynamite that happens earlier tonight. But um, I think a missed opportunity with that that first uh, the first segment um, with who was not there. But we'll, we'll get into that. Uh, let's see. Here. I agree. Death Triangle uh, defeating the Elite uh, to retain, and that's when it was established that this is going to be now a best of seven. So sure enough, let's let's do it. And and match two, which was tonight, which is even better than the first, uh, at least in my my opinion. But um, and they they're they, gonna get more and more vicious. I believe it will lead to like a Escalera de la Muerte match. Like that'll be the seventh match. Some weird shit like that. They explain what that match is. You don't remember that? They did that uh, early on in Dynamite for the AAA titles. Okay. Which is. It's just a ladder match. Okay, it just sounded so fancy. I was like, "Oh, okay." No, yeah, because Spanish. <sighs> Spanish things are fancy. A death ladder match, I believe, is the the literal translation of that. Escalera de la Muerte. Um. So then your bathroom break. 
Which was oh that? man, that's so disrespectful. You, you, you're the one that said you went on the bathroom. Who break. said that? You took okay. Uh, Jay Cargill. Who, me? Yes. Lolo me? TBS champion taking on Nyla Rose, who, uh, with Marina Shafir and Vicky Guerrero, who wore a Rhea Ripley shirt. Can you do that? Yeah. (laughs) Is that a thing? Can you possibly do that? Is that like a forbidden door of uh, merchandise? Yeah, honestly, at this point, who knows? Rhea Ripley might have even been there. Maybe. You never know. Her and Buddy Matthews have been getting, for lack of a better term, <clears throat> buddy buddy <clears throat> and uh she could have been there oi 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 good for them <laughs> yeah was it, was it, was it. <laughs> good for them um yeah I, does now does does vicky get merchandise royalties for wearing Re- and if they sell any Rhea ripley shirts on wwshop.com well i guess it's using it is a derivative of IP that was created by Eddie Guerrero. And I would assume that any IP that was created by Eddie Guerrero uh, would have a royalty check that would be issued to the name of his, his, you know, belovedly widowed wife for those, Vicky Guerrero. For those who do not know intellectual property. Yes. Um, I yeah. Even, I think about that. That's right. Yeah. So possibly, but she, what she's you not know, getting, she, uh, she's she not might getting be w- getting 10 cents every fucking shirt that she sells. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. So she's made ten cents this year. Wow! Asking about the ten cents. I'm not gonna lie. I've wanted to get a "I'm Your Mommy" shirt just for the fun of it. (laughs) How hilarious would that be if you wore that shirt? Oh, can I be honest with you? Oh, I forgot about this. I want to go back really quick Mm -hmm. for a second during the phone call I had with the insurance company. Oh, sure. (laughs) She called me, (laughs) ma'am. You do sound like a woman over the phone. <laughs> and I tried to be offended with it. And I, I like jokingly tried to keep it going. And I just, I let it peter out. I was you like, I'm not going to keep this. Missed. I'm not going to keep the charade. Up. It, I go, excuse me. You missed out. What did you just call me? <laughs> she's like, she's like, oh, oh, sir, I am so sorry. It was a highlight of the whole experience. She thought she was talking to a woman the whole time. <laughs> uh, no, she didn't. It just slipped out. I guess the, I don't know. So consciously it just. Found, yeah, found you sexy. Um, yeah. There you go. So Jade Cargill against uh, Nyla Rose, and uh, I have to say, uh, I I am amused, thoroughly amused by Jade's uh, uh, cosplay when she has these these pay per views coming out as uh, Shatara from Thundercats. Yeah, I did. Oh, Jesus, dude! What family program? Watch your mouth. <laughs> uh, I am amused when she does all these. I do like it when she does things that I, I kind of. There's no family program no that i am aware of okay. i was not aware i knew thundercats i don't know which one she was doing i only realized it was thundercats until i, I when i saw the belt buckle that was about it mm. i know what thundercats do when you yell thundercats what? ho that's it <laughs> oh uh yes that's what they do um yeah have you never watched any thundercats Oh, I probably did in my, you know, very young in days yeah, back when I was watching. Oh, my God. Power Rangers. We didn't bring that up. I know. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. Jason David Frank. JDF. Yep. Formerly known as Tommy. Mm. All, otherwise known as the Green Green Ranger. Slash White and then, Ranger. And then transformed into the White Ranger. Yeah. And then a Red Ranger at some point. I'm pretty sure he was the only one that was all the Rangers except for the women ones, obviously. You know, pink, yellow. Was he red? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Later on, I believe he was red. Really? Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. Sad. Just very sad. 49. It is. Uh, if you need to call somebody, just call somebody. 
really because i've I've lost too many friends in the situation of suicides if you if you ha- i'm not trying to be cheesy or, or try to have some sort of public service announcement but if you if you're having an issue call somebody um you know reach out uh we have chris jericho in the triple threat with uh, brian danielson and claudio castagnoli and i'm sorry in a quadruple with sammy Guevara. um i i did appreciate the uh for the roh world championship um I did I like the fact that whole the segment towards kind of the end there where Sammy was turning on Chris and uh, he kind of planted the seeds on on Dynamite for that. Um, but yeah, Sammy's got go home heat though. I don't know if him going out on his own is the right move right now. He shouldn't. No, absolutely not. I don't think so. Uh, Jericho retains, um, and then a very heartfelt match with uh, Doctor Britt Baker, DMD, taking on Soraya. Um, brother, and I almost shed a tear. Brother, her brother in the uh, in the front row. Well, that too. Um, then her coming down to the ramp, and uh, yeah, but what a good match too. Like she's she's back. I I I mean, there was some some parts here and there where she kind of maybe sort of seemed a little uh, rusty, but she was. I, I love that match. It was a good match. Yeah, you could see the ring rust, but then also you can see that she's you know a 17 year veteran of the ring at 30 years old mm-hmm. you know she she's been doing it for most of her life at this point as a teenager yeah. so even with all the ring rush you can kind of see that like it was there mm-hmm. like that 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 little girl who, who grew up wrestling in front of you know 12 people in norwich england it still fucking showed up i did present this to steven which i would not be upset about I did. I might have said that it was going to happen during or after that match. Clearly, it didn't. But I could see because I don't know if you know, I don't know how many people know that Paige, back when she was Paige, Mm -hmm. was very outspoken about having her brother also get signed with her. Yes. Well, did you see? They mentioned that in the movie. Okay. I was about to say, did you see the movie? They mentioned that in the movie. Fight with my family, yes. But, like, she's still been on the whole thing. Like, why haven't you guys signed him yet? Mm. Like, it's pretty ridiculous. And she kept on nagging him, nagging him. I wouldn't be surprised if Tony Khan pulls, like, I'm not saying he's going to be there all the time like like Soraya is, but I wouldn't be surprised if he comes in for a program in a mixed tag match, Zach Phoenix and Soraya against Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, and Adam Colbebe. But he, Stephen, did bring up that Adam Cole's, I guess Adam Cole's career is in jeopardy now yeah. because of concussions he yeah, sustained he's, in the past couple of weeks. He's like ready months. not to return. <laughs> like this is going to be like a I either, know either Daniel uh, Brian Danielson Daniel Bryan uh, Edge situation, Soraya situation, or it's just going to go by the wayside and be another, listen. Another Brian f- Danielson never broke his neck. Daniel Bryan broke his neck. Daniel Bryan broke his neck. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. So it'll be a page. Let's get that straight. Page, Daniel Bryan. Yes. <laughs> Edge. Edge. <laughs> Edge situation. Adam Edge Copeland. is still good. You can He's use that guy. one. Use that one. Great. Thank you very much. Um, yes. Uh situation there. But yeah, that's that's a that's a weird and going back and, and watching that again during the time we were off, uh just seeing the time when he got concussed. And um, by the way, uh Hangman, same deal. Like he's Hanging, he's been gone yeah. for weeks now. Like it's been over a month. He's been off TV. Yeah, that was scary, dude. Like <laughs> it's the. I mean, it was all accidents. I, you know, it's not like you're trying to do this on purpose. But concussions are no joke. 
Um, Samoa Joe, we have a new TNT champion in Samoa Joe, um, and I'm for it. I'm for I'm for heel Joe. Um, I'm for heel Joe. I also love the visual of Samoa Joe holding multiple championships. Two belts. Two belts. There's just something that looks correct in the world when Samoa Joe has more than one title. And not on the commentator table. Um, Shots fired. Sting and Darby Allen yeah. uh, defeating Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal. Uh, I enjoyed that match too. I, I enjoy Sting. I think it's just it, watching a 62 year old man still be able to do what he's doing um, and not really give a shit is, is funny to me. And I, I get great humor and pleasure out of watching that. Uh, so, so we have that. He's back. Uh, Jamie Hayter, we have a new champion, defeating Tony Storm. We have a new, <clears throat> and per Tony Khan on Wednesday Night Dynamite. Which is way overdue, but yes, go ahead. AEW Women's World Champion, Jamie Hayter. Finally heard the... Uh... No more interim bullshit. <laughs> and by proxy, Excalibur mentioned this on the broadcast, mm-hmm. Tony Storm's... AEW women's title reign will be recognized as an official AEW women's title reign. And for the love of God, say it with me, folks. None of that interim bullshit. (laughs) So stupid. It really is just stupid. Uh, It's It's so dumb. Leave it to UFC. This way I can just get angry with Dana White for doing it. There you go. There you go. It never made sense in wrestling. Like in WWE, if if someone was gone, if freaking uh, Finn Balor won the belt, the universal belt, and then had to give it up the next day, like there was no interim belt. Like he didn't come back and like here, give me my belt. Like yeah, if Kevin Owens was in that, like if Kevin Owens won that match and they said the new interim universal champion, everyone would have been like, the hell? What that? the fuck is this? The hell is that? Yeah. <laughs> what is that? So, yeah, so we no longer have an interim, but we did for this pay-per-view. We had an interim champion, and it was Jamie Hayter uh, defeating Tony Storm uh, in a really good match. And then yeah. uh, the Battle of the Bundas. Yeah, unbelievable. Um, and we missed it. Lovely. <laughs> sorry. Just, I'm so sorry about that one. Uh, the Acclaimed taking on Swerve in Our Glory, um, which I thought was dead to rights and buried, although seems to be somewhat revived after Dynamite. Uh, sort of yeah, it seems to be uh, but something's going on. After slaps in the face and after uh, Swerve playing the heel role to a T and have, pissing Keith Lee off to the point where I, I did enjoy the fact that he didn't really, you know, the, the match itself was really good, but having the two of them, having Swerve and our glory go after each other and then Keith Lee not retaliate against Swerve and just literally turn around and walk out, I thought that was very cool. I thought it was more powerful just doing that than him attacking Swerve. Yeah, um, absolutely. And we have a claim retaining um, with a mic drop. And then your main event. John Moxley and MJF, which we waited three years. <laughs> it's a lot of bitterness in this in this episode. There's going to be a lot of bitterness. Uh, three years to see this this changing of the guard. And it got all kinds of screwed up. And by the way, it's it's, it's funny that elite are, the elite are back because Kenny Omega has gone on record as saying that he wants people to forget about the all-out brawl. Well, and I'll tell you what, Chicago did not forget. No, because there was a ton. Chicago tonight, did not forget. There was they, a ton of fucksy and punk chants. Uh, well, there was a ton of fucksy and punk chants. I thought they were just chanting CM Punk. I th- I heard fucksy and punk. Oh, because th- it was a, it was a loud something. 
CM Punk. And I doubt that if, if they were rooting for CM Punk in that situation, they would go, yay, CM Punk. No, <laughs> they would probably say fuck CM Punk or they would just cheer CM Punk if they wanted to. That's it. I gotta go back and watch that. Now. Very loud I gotta during go, the elite during match. the elite match. I gotta go back and watch that now because isn't that isn't that a kick in the dick? <laughs> Just as far as like your your hometown now, which you are known for, like you're, it's in your damn name. <laughs> like your name has the word Chicago in it, and they're turning your their back on you. Because, Thought his name was Phil. But <laughs> okay. uh, yeah. So anyway, um, so uh. John Moxley ends with William Regal, who played a integral part in this this, this match. Taking on, MVP. I had such a big feeling that this was coming. Uh, didn't I say that? I said that. Oh, hold on, I, man, oh man, hold on. Uh, Give it to yourself. You, I'm, you know I'm, what, Chris? I am. You deserve this one. Thank you very much. This one's for you, bud. Hit Did it. you guess it? Thank you. Oh, uh, I was right. You was right. I I is right. So yeah, I called it. I said William Regal's going to turn his ass on John Moxley, and sure enough. Brass knucks, baby. Brass knucks to MJF to close the deal out and to finally say we have a new world champion in MJ motherfucking F. <laughs> and it, the time has come. We are in a new era of AEW. I absolutely love the fact that the original villain is going to be the mentor to the new villain <laughs> well i don't like using that because the villain is marty scroll but the original villain we know what you're talking about is well steven regal i guess but william regal you get it yes <laughs> <laughs> yes we all get it <laughs> that's wcw days steven regal um yeah I, I was actually listening to busted open and i obviously know what mark henry was talking about but he was like yeah and when steve regal turned on him i was like wait a minute all right mark i mean we know what you're talking about but Come on. A couple bumps to the head, I guess. <laughs> That'll do that to you. We have a new champion, and uh, it's MGF. And so leading that to, <coughs> excuse me, um, tonight on Dynamite, uh, again, missed opportunity because it, being in Chicago and uh, having, the, first of all, that brawl, if, if, if for nothing else, in CM Punk's time in AEW, as short-lived as it was, the year that he was there, that was the best, the, the best, uh, brawl was between storyline. I, I think with CM Punk, with CM Punk and MJF, and you miss this opportunity with not having MJF there, and just having William Regal confront John Moxley with then, uh, you know, uh, Brian Danielson coming out and and kind of making the save for William Regal. It, it, it could have been um, he could have played off the crowd amazingly, and he would have done a great job. But I, I it was very choppy. The whole segment, you don't really know what to make of it coming out. What I think should have happened is we should have had a uh, maybe a via satellite gimmick mm -hmm. or even a pre-tape on set somewhere. Yeah. Something. 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 Yeah. Something, a, camera, something. a camera gets into his trailer. He tells the guy to go fuck off. Tell them I'll see them next week. Right. That type of something as simple as that would have been perfect. Missed but Missed I am really excited for that movie, though. Which one? The MGF movie. What movie is this? I keep hearing that he's he's filming something. Oh, dude, he's part of the fucking Carrie Von er uh, the the Von Eric movie. Oh, with uh Zach with Efron. Zach Efron. Uh, Jack Zach Efron. Okay. 
Right. Oh, dude, I had to shut. I shut a couple people up when they told me that wrestling was fake. I go, oh, you want to talk about fake? Have you ever heard of this this little old family that was cursed? The Von Erichs, Lord. From from a little place that is somewhere near and dear to my heart, a good place called Denton, Texas. Texas. Ever heard of it? They go, yeah, yeah, yeah. oh yeah, Von Erich. Yeah, 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 okay. Mm-hmm. I remember that from back when I was a kid. Yeah, yeah, you do. Texas tornado, right? Carry Von Erich. What you don't know, sir, <laughs> is that that whole time that you loved Kerry Von Erich, he didn't have a real fucking foot. All right? His foot was not real. That was actually fake. Mm-hmm. His foot wasn't real. And he still pulled off all those fucking moves. Yep. I don't want to hear no shit. <laughs> all right? Feel some sort of way, huh? Yeah, oh, dude. <laughs> when, when I... When I know I'm going into enemy territory, enemy meaning, you know, muggles to the, I believe I said that right. I use that correctly. Muggles. Muggles. Like Harry Potter? Yeah, yeah, like Harry Potter. Okay, sure. Right? Sure. The people outside of the wizard world? Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, muggles to the wrestling world. (laughs) And you look down upon them. Yeah. I looked, I will say, I want you to cut this out and send it to me. I will say this to anybody. Mm. I look down upon wrestling muggles. Okay. And there's your show. There's your episode title. Uh, <laughs> wrestling muggles. Um, so full gear. Absolutely. Another outstanding production of AEW. I'm sad that we could not be there. Um, but just it was uh, great all around. Uh, leading into Dynamite, which was uh, a good episode tonight. Uh, again, uh with the uh, batch number two of the best of seven with Death Triangle and the Elite, Death, Tri- Death Triangle. Which I did not see Death Triangle winning. Winning again, so they're two and zero. Oh yeah, in the best of seven. Um, again, uh, swerving our glory, um, trying to make amends there. Uh, no MJF, uh, Chris Jericho retaining his ROH championship. Uh, I did watch. In all uh, full disclosure, I did watch uh, some of. Uh, shout out to um, to What Culture Wrestling and. Uh, just watching them. They're very entertaining. And the lad, Simon Miller. The lad, Simon Miller. Um, uh, yeah, so I, I just lost my train of thought. Anyway, shout out to them. So, with that being said, uh, we're now moving on to anything else with AEW before we move on. I do not believe. Yeah, I watched it twice, and it was a fucking amazing, absolutely amazing episode pay-per-view sorry yeah the pay-per-view of uh, full gear so with that being said let's get into another pay-per-view slash premium live event um that is happening this saturday and that is survivor series colon war games <laughs> thank you steven uh yeah <laughs> <laughs> i love that full really circle. quick full circle i don't know if we're gonna get to it but i would need to mention this i love that when the brawling brutes which they could change the name but it's okay for now i love that when the brawling brutes came out and rich holland was cutting this promo and he's like and we're gonna fight you at and then he just handed the mic over to pete dunn and he went walking (laughs) (laughs) i'm excited Uh, those are tickets that i'm gonna use because i bought tickets and i will be at in boston for survivor series war games because this is one of those things, and I, I told, shout out to Stephanie, shout out to uh, her boyfriend Patrick and and her family that are coming. 
Uh, this was one of those things on my bucket list that I wanted to attend live. I wanted to see it even during like WCW was when I wanted to actually see this and they went away. I'm like, I'll never get a chance to see it again. And then they got brought back to NXT. I'm like, wow, this is very, very cool that we're now doing this. And now it got brought up to the main card for a pay-per-view, a premium live event. And I was like, I, we have to go like this. It's in driving distance. We can get to do this and we get to see a war games pay-per-view. This is awesome. So I'm very excited to see this this Saturday. A couple things I do want to mention. You know what? I always forget to, realize one of the most famous wrestling botches in history mm-hmm. happened at a war games okay do you remember the person who was na- who's known as the shock master <laughs> tugboat thomas yes that was his war games entrance that was his war games entrance shock master with probably the biggest botch of all time that was not just like one of the top like five that was probably the of, of all time well, uh, name that there, there's a list. If you can give me like three, give me two, give me two botched situations like that level caliber of botch. There, you even have a debut or someone coming in and just, I mean, it, like to the level of what, what's his name? Um, oh, what's his name? He, geez, he came in for the rumble in, in uh, Saudi Arabia and slid under. I can the, give you two, slid under the ring. I can give you two, and one of them is one of those people. Okay. Okay? Mm-hmm. You're talking about Titus O'Neil. Titus O'Neil, yes. Number one. Other one, I would consider the biggest botch of all time. Probably a sore subject for some people. Oh, people are going to like my answer right now. Oh, Lord. <laughs> okay. Okay? Some could say. I'm waiting with bated breath. Yes. That Owen Hart is the biggest oh, botch of all time. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I have to go off camera. I'm sorry. I mean, uh, yeah, yeah, like that's going to make a difference. Can you see me? Oh, my God, where'd he go? Wow. I mean, if we're talking bowls and strikes. I'm talking about like, okay, I I, I guess. (laughs) guess If we're talking straight down the middle on paper, you can't tell me that that was the way that segment was supposed to go. Listen, maybe. Okay, no. I can't even joke about it. Okay? <laughs> That's it. the biggest botch. I'm sorry. Sorry about it. Okay. All right. Fair enough. But for a debut, I have to, like, refine this this statement. For a debut wrestler, debuting wrestler, that was the biggest botch of all time. And, yeah, I can agree with that. And if you don't, <laughs> if you don't, if you don't know, just go on YouTube and type in Shockmaster because it was the one and only time. Because at that point, the story goes that it was Sting that was going to introduce this new mystery member of the team, and it was the Shockmaster. He was going to bust through the the door, the uh, the, the wall like the Kool Aid Man, and just come in, and that was going to be his debut. And apparently, according to Ric Flair, when they made that wall, there was it was basically it was a hollow wall, but they put a board, they put a two by four on the bottom. <laughs> when they yeah, built the to wall, stabilize it. To stabilize it, and they didn't tell him that to to go through the wall, but step over it, and he just walked right through and tripped on over. And that helmet, that that stormtrooper bedazzled helmet, came flying off, and he scrambled on the floor to put it back on his head. And all you just saw was all the wrestlers just standing there laughing, and that was the beginning of the end. In in, in like just like that, it 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 was literally boom boom, <laughs> like debut boom, and that was it. And from that point on, he, he never wrestled again. As yeah. far as shock, as far as Shockmaster goes, I mean, for 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 it's for the best, yeah, definitely. Even, even yeah. if even if that, grand scheme of things, for the best. Even if he didn't trip and fall, 
it was still a horrible idea along the yeah. lines of of uh, Kevin Nash and uh you know the wizard or whatever the hell he was there uh Oz uh Oz yeah do you remember that 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 whole uh, gimmick that he had no you remember Oz no he came in with a robe and like a, a a wizard mask and the the hat and then he took it off and his his whole his whole hair was white you remember that no, but all the signs that you just pointed out sounds like fucking Grand Wizard esque. You, you <laughs> it was there was nothing racial about it. It was all green. It was green and silver. And then when he took the mask off, he had like crazy eyes with mascara on and like his white hair. And that was Kevin Nash before he came over to uh, to WWF as Diesel. Uh, no, I don't remember. That. <laughs> it's just it was. All wait, wait, you're telling me that Kevin Nash's career didn't start in the WWF as Diesel? Are you? news to me are you serious bro i don't jeez i'm gonna catch you up i'm dude. not gonna remember i i very seldomly remember that uh gotta catch you up uh randy savage had a career before all that with his brother whose name is give me a second it's a funny name leaping lanny poffo that's it yes like I didn't know, I don't know who fucking Randy Poffo was at first. That's it. I go, this leaping Lenny guy is pretty fucking cool. He's just Randy, dude. <laughs> it's Randy. And you go, oh that's, oh oh, 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 oh that's Mister Savage. One of the greatest. Sorry, one of the greatest wrestlers of all time. Yeah, yeah, my bad. <laughs> yeah, that guy. Um, who, by the way, it, it, correct me if I'm wrong. He's not in the Hall of Fame, is he? Who? Randy Savage. Yeah. Is he? He has to be. Okay, I'm just making make sure. I maybe I'm drawing a blank on that. Okay, I apologize. What? Well, you might be uh misremembering is that i'm almost certain he went in posture oh, pa- i'm sorry Pafo. uh savage is a progress about a part of the yeah because his brother his brother lenny was the one who inducted him i want to say 2012 uh this he died in 2010 if i'm f- not mistaken 15 15 2015 damn it fuck yeah yeah Posh that's right Pafo, right right Pafo did it. i'm sorry i take all that back okay anyway uh yes posthumously so, uh, by the way, yes. if we're going into the if we're going into the 2022 Hall of Fame, and Randy Savage was not in the Hall of Fame, but I'm sorry, I keep bringing it back to this, but Tori Wilson just, is in the Hall of Fame. That's, that's always mine. It's so fucking ridiculous. That is now that, that will now forever go as my go-to name. <laughs> I love Tori Wilson. If she's there, then 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 who the hell? And by the way, uh, you could have said that because it was very close to the, the fact that. One of the greatest wrestlers of all time, of all time, Bruno Sammartino was not in the WWE Hall of Fame until pretty recently, in the last fifteen years. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, and that thanks Vince. So thanks to Triple H. That's the only reason why he's he's in the Hall of Fame before he died. You could have said Tori Wilson was in there before Bruno Sammartino. <laughs> so, dude, it's probably the same with the Ultimate Warrior. The Hall of Fame, as prestigious and as respected as it is in all of wrestling because it, any wrestling program you watch is like he's in the hall of fame and, and you want to say who what hall of fame are you talking about yeah he's in the hall of fame um, um <laughs> excalibur which hall of fame are you saying don't, that jim ross is in all yeah, the time yeah, yeah can, don't, you, can you elaborate a little can bit you be specific as to which which one you're talking about you know the hall of fame got it okay it's it's, it's that one but yeah, it's know, sometimes the hall of fame. it's sometimes a joke <laughs> it's with all that being said it's a little bit of a joke sometimes when you have like tory wilson and no, the Bellas. I put it there. Yes, I went there. 
I mean, they were okay. They weren't like super. Are they Hall of Fame worthy? Probably not. They were more than Tory Wilson. Yeah, I mean, if I had gun to head, choose one of the two. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Um, the both Bellas had memorable title reigns. Yeah. Well, I mean, Nikki Bella definitely did. Okay, Nikki, I can't remember one Brie Bella memorable. That's title fine. Reign. Twin magic is all you need. All right. Uh, so anyway. Uh, Survivor Series. Uh, Are you really going to induct Nikki Bella without Brie? No, you have to. It's like saying, are you really going to induct Brett without? Oh, never mind. What were we saying? That's twice. That's listen. (laughs) Leave Owen out of your mouth. (laughs) I mean it with respect. Do you You have to realize that? (laughs) Do you? I do. I very genuinely do. However, I don't know how to process emotion correctly. So I like to make jokes. You will leave his name out of your mouth. Um, leave his name out your fucking mouth. You were here at Slappy. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's, I have six six matches on this card uh, for War Games. Two of them are War Games matches. Uh, the other two are for, or the three, excuse me, are for, not for belts. I, I take Sammy Zayn will be the lone survivor <laughs> of War Games. Seth freaking Rollins taking on Bobby Lashley, taking on a newly minted, very serious Austin Theory um, for the uh, United States Championship. Bobby Lashley and Austin Theory are going to beat the dog water off each other. And then um, Seth freaking Rollins. Seth freaking Rollins is going to come in and steal a victory. Okay. Um, yeah. It's all going to lead to Cody Rhodes at some point. <laughs> it, probably, it probably will. I was going to say if. It, 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 the reason why they took the the briefcase off of Theory was for this moment. I'm going to go Theory. I tend to agree with what you're saying with Rollins, but I, I kind of sort of think that Theory is going to have something to do with this. Uh, what a- happens if we see Goldust pop up? I don't know if you saw that Twitter interaction recently. Well, he's got to have, he has to have like multiple surgeries before he can wrestle again. Goldust? Yeah. Why? Oh, he was struck by lightning. Right, I remember that. <laughs> what? You don't remember the whole gold dust gimmick? He was struck by lightning. Oh, that's why, oh, he, that's why he had the tick. That's, why he had the tick. that's right. Let's <laughs> talk about Dustin. Like Dustin really got struck by lightning because I missed this story. Yeah, that's right. I remember. Yes, <laughs> he had the great. tick. The tick was him. Him doing gold dust with the tick. Yeah. It was so. Rear. It was. It was so popular. It, it, I, mean, I don't know if remember this at the time. It was so popular that. He was invited onto Howard's turn, <laughs> and he was on the Howard Stern show with that that gimmick. Yeah, um, absolutely, it's just funny as hell. Personally, more of an Opie and Anthony guy, but that's just me. I do draw the line in the sand <laughs> until they peace out on each other. Uh, yeah, one of them got racist. One of them went crazy liberal. I don't know which one to follow. If I'm being honest, so racist was hmm? Anthony. Yeah, no. yeah, yeah. Really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah, he got fired from Sirius for uh, uh, he got into that altercation with a black woman in Central Park because he was taking photos. He was an avid like photographer. Mm -hmm. So he was just taking like scenic photos. Right. And the lady thought that he was taking a photo of her, Mm -hmm. but he wasn't. Yeah. Also, from the lady's perspective, why would you. Why would you go after a man who very publicly is an open carry person like Hmm. permit and all like 
you see a gun on the civilian side, I probably wouldn't fuck with them. Take a picture. <laughs> I don't care. Right, right. If you got a gun, take a picture take of me. Take a picture. Don't shoot, please. <sighs> that's 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 all we need in another situation like that. So he's racist, and then yeah, uh, Opie oh, went wacky. Opie went. What's what's wacky? It's just like like extreme left. Yeah, kind of. Really? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, turns out turns out they hated each other for the last like five years. I, I will say though, I did meet of Anthony. that whole radio. Show. I did meet Anthony when he was at um because apparently he loves karaoke, and so he, yes, he does. He came to uh, Tonic in Times Square, and he, he that's where he before they they closed during due, due to COVID. But uh, he would come Fucking there. COVID. He would come there and sing. And uh, I mean, he was nice to me. <laughs> so he knew the uh, he knew the, the DJ and the guy that uh, that brought me, my friend Anthony, who uh, brought me there and said, oh, "You got to see uh, uh, Anthony from Opie and Anthony's going to come." And sure enough, he walked in and he seemed nice to me. Anthony's a fucking hilarious human. <clears throat> Opie and Anthony is one. I'll be honest with you. It's hilarious to think about. Opie and Anthony is one of the reasons that, that we're even doing this. Right wow, now. wow, Wednesdays, which is redundant. Whip them out. Oh my God, whip them out Wednesdays was woo. This is amazing. The show was great. The, the show was every great. single car that I saw at some point in the early two thousands had a Wow sticker on it. Yep. Yep. Every single car. Jim Norton. Jim Norton. Shout out Patrice O'Neill. Patrice O'Neill. That's where I really oh, got into comedy too. Patrice O'Neill. Patrice, Bill Burr. Joe Rogan. Yeah. Yeah. Bobby Kelly, dude. <laughs> it was a good show. Uh, 102.7 WNEW. Uh, let's see here. Old days, damn. Yeah, they bring yeah. me back. Bring it back. Ronda Rousey versus uh, Shotzi uh, for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Uh, I see no shot in hell for Shotzi. Ronda <laughs> Rousey retaining. Uh, yeah, of course. Um, At minus 11 million. <laughs> <laughs> I will put a dollar on Shotzi. <laughs> yeah. Put a dollar down on Shotzi. You're saying there's a chance. Uh, the Brawling Brutes, which the Brawling Brutes and uh, uh, Damage Control have the the worst 80s names of all time. Brawling yeah, Brutes. Great factions. Yeah. The, the wrestlers themselves are great. The names just absolutely suck. Uh, Drew McIntyre and returning Kevin Owens, who, who made his... Uh, his announcement that he was going to be the last member of the uh, the good guys uh, during SmackDown when he uh, came out during, during the end of SmackDown and basically took out Roman Reigns. Um, Here's a funny thing to think about. Sure. The veteran of the War Games match out of all the people who are in War Games. It's Kevin Owens. No, it's not. Well, hold on. Let me see the names. Hold on. Hold on. I got Sheamus, Rich Holland, Butch, Drew McIntyre, Kevin Owens, Roman mm-hmm. Reigns, Solo, Sammy, and Jimmy and Jay. Yeah. The veteran of this group? Mm-hmm. The veteran of war games from this group. Oh, of, of war games. Yes. Is Butch. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> He's yeah. Pete Dunne. 29-year-old yeah. Butch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pete Dunne. Who has competed in like three. Yeah, absolutely. That's right. Uh, of the of, of the war games, yes. So, yeah, Bloodline versus Brawling Brutes, uh, McIntyre and Owens. Uh very much looking forward to. It. I, I wish that this entire thing though, and they got slammed. Kind of, they, not kind of. They did. They get. They got slammed online for just the lack of promotion. They did the same thing last year too. I said this. I said the same exact thing last year during Survivor Series. There, there is some sort of weird disconnect with how they promote 
Survivor Series in the last couple of years. It just seems very weird that they just it, it's it, it's like last year was the the traditional like five on five thing, but it was not a good pay per view. I, I could say that even remember this while being there live. I'm like this is just kind of boring, especially the women. The side. last time the, the big side. any of the big five were promoted promoted like was when it was truly a pay per view system. Hmm. Like when it was the big four and you had a couple sprinkled in here and there, you had a backlash, you had a payback, maybe a great balls of fire or a fast lane. But I would think that they would just do this more because of now the the the, the hook to it is war games. So would you not say, listen, this is going to be even bigger than it's ever been before? Well, I think that's the, that's the whole reasoning as to why they haven't been hammering it, hammer, hammering, hammering it into everybody's psyche. Mm-hmm. That was a lot lot to get out. Because it's war games. Like this is this is catering to wrestling marks. Mm -hmm. It's war games. People are gonna show up. Uh, It's like, I don't know, selling tickets to (laughs) let's say blood and guts that's supposed to happen on March twenty fifth, twenty twenty, and then you know an entire fucking global pandemic shuts the whole fucking world down. And we don't go until twenty twenty one in like fucking February. And then eventually, or September, and then, you know, we missed the first fucking pay-per-view and, you know, Bob's your uncle. <laughs> Bob's your uncle, yes. Well, my point being. I never got that, but yes. <laughs> my point being, uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I want to tie it in a bowl really quick. Yes, please. If COVID never happened uh, and we were able to go to that first Blood and Guts show. Yes. I wholeheartedly believe we would have been able, we would not have missed the first pay-per-view in the tri-state area of course yeah of course butterfly effect you know yeah i know but alas we are here and uh we are at war games so I, i'm i'm all for it i, I as far as like the, the hook got me the hook, the hook is the whole reason why i got tickets to drive up there if it was a regular survivor series what the hell would i i did it last year why, why the hell would i do it again but this is the whole point i got three things for you please Pure Oasis. I believe I've told you that before. Yes, Pure Oasis. <clears throat> Pure Oasis. I'll be the salty the salty dog. Okay. You need to text me all these to remind me, but yes. Okay, but I'm just I'll let you know. The yeah. salty dog, you're gonna get a lobster roll there. Love it. Okay. Yep. Boston Sail Loft. Okay. Never heard of it. Get New England clam chowder right on the water. Beautiful view of like the bay. Oh. Wonderful. Nice scenic view. You go at sunset. It's amazing. Okay. I saw the I saw Colin Kaepernick tear up the fucking Candlestick Park all those years ago in the playoffs against the Falcons there. Always be in my memory. Okay. Went back last year. Yeah, you got to remember. Just as good. I can confidently say this. It was the best clam chowder I had. Oh. I'm always, yeah. I'm always down for a good chowder. And uh, believe it or not, um, I know there's probably, I, I know for a fact there's definitely better. But for some reason when I... Go to Cheers, and have their clam chowder. I'm like, I'm I'm in heaven. It's just it's just something about their their chowder is really good. It's Cheers. It's tugging at your heartstrings. It's That's not, what it's doing. I, the actual flavor. Of, everything else probably sucks. I'm just saying. I've had their chowder. It's like it was just really good. Take it outside of the fucking building. I bet I'm it sure tastes like I shit. Just it's said, like McDonald's. I just said, no. It's not. It's definitely not. It was really good. I'm sure if I if I went anywhere the place you're recommending, I'm sure it's much better. I'm just saying I enjoy Cheers uh, chowder. Anyway. Chowder. 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 <laughs> I said that on purpose. 
Uh, stop at the dunks and get some chowder. I'm going to say the blood. No, I can't real Australian at the end of that. <laughs> yeah, really. It's from Australian for beer. Uh, uh, I'm going to say, yeah, I'm, you know what? I'm going to go with bloodline. I'm going to say Sami Zayn is at some, yeah, maybe he'll. <laughs> I don't think it's survivor. I don't think it's elimination style. I don't think it's survivor series rules. Uh, War games is right. Yeah, that's right. So then pinfall. They, so that's, I guess on Smack, SmackDown, they're going to have to determine who the, uh, it has the advantage for this match. I say bring it back to the old school war games stipulations, which are win by submission or surrender. <laughs> really bring it back. Surrender Paul. has not been used in the last maybe twenty years. <laughs> I can't yeah, even longer than I that. I think they should bring yeah, they just that stipulation they should bring back. <laughs> you have to surrender. <laughs> Next year, bring it back for when what Cody if, Rhodes is in is in War Games. Let's because let's be honest, War Games was created by one person and to feature a group of people. Mm-hmm. It was created by Dusty Rhodes because of Dusty Rhodes' feud with the Four Horsemen, and was to feature the Four Horsemen as one group. As one group. But the rules are very unique, and that's why I enjoy War Games. It's like, yeah, I know submission or surrender. Sur- could you imagine? Well, those rules too. I'm talking about the the like the new rules that they've they've had for the last couple of years, as far as you know, the one on one and then you know two on one, whatever. But yeah, <laughs> if yeah. I have a, a stipulation where you have to surrender, God, what are we in uh, Civil War? This is awesome. Um, by the way, I totally we totally skipped over uh, uh, Judgment Day with uh, I'm sorry, Finn Balor and AJ Styles. We we totally skipped over that that match. Um, oh yeah, AJ Styles. By the way, read this online. If you knew this, AJ Styles has not won a match at a premium live event in the last three years. Yeah, I think since his WWE title reign. Yeah. <laughs> so this should be interesting. Probably see. Uh, uh, I'm going to say AJ. AJ, because you know why not? Yeah, um, I don't know. <laughs> hey, Kurt Hawkins won the match at one point. There you go. Uh, Brawl and Brutes and and Bloodline. I'm going to say Bloodline. Yeah. Okay. Bloodline. I mean, and then uh, women's war games match with uh, Bianca, Alexa, Asuka, Mia, and who's the fifth? Well, I, I will say there's was, there was reports of of uh, Becky Lynch still overseas training, but they. I think it's Becky. <laughs> okay, I don't think it's Becky. I tend to. Oh, you don't always... think it's Becky? I thought you said it. I think it's Becky. You don't think it's Becky? All right. I don't think it's Becky. No. Okay. I tend to look at uh, uh, be where someone, someone big because it's it's they're waiting till the very last second to announce his name. I'm getting there. Okay. Where is the pay per view taking place? Boston. Boston, Mass. Yep. Right. Who's from Boston? Oh shit! <laughs> there yeah. we go. There's a name. There's a name. There's a name for there's, you. There's a name. How about good. the Blueprint, Sasha Banks? Ah, uh, Banksy. Yeah. No, not Banksy. I don't want to see art. I want to see art. Get shredded. No, fuck that. Sasha Banks. Banks. Sasha, Sasha Banks. Agent Sasha Banks. No, Sasha Banks. Okay, good. That's good pull. I like that. I like that. Uh, and there's absolutely no reason for her to be with Naomi anymore. Mm. It was a dumb idea to have them together in the first place. Well, they wanted to be together. Is that what it was? They were really good friends. I mean, they're all really good friends, obviously, behind the stage. I mean, come on. I mean, they're not all really good friends. I mean, a lot of them are. I'm sure a lot of them are, but yeah. Yeah. You want to talk about good friend? Never thought I would have seen it in my life. Mm. You know who was a bridesmaid at Tay Conti's wedding? Tay Mello's wedding? Sorry. Tay Mello, yeah. Take it easy. Uh, who? 
Nikki Cross. <laughs> yeah, right? What? I just put a bunch of random names on a dartboard and I threw the dart at the board and said that, yeah. that was the name that, that came up. Jeez. It landed on Nikki Cross. Nikki what? Cross. Wow. Okay. Yeah, it was interesting. I go, I know that lady, but I kind of went like this. I go, oh my God, that's Nikki Cross. Put my eye, I put, if I just put my hand over her eyes, uh-huh. and just like, if that's a mask, would that, oh yeah, that's Nikki Ash. Nikki Ash, Nikki Cross. Nikki, Nikki Ash. Ash. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Former champion, Nikki Ash. Former Raw Women's Champion, Nikki Ash. And she threw her, her outfit in the trash. Actually made it in the trash this time, from what uh, the picture says, at least. But Yeah. So I'm looking forward to this premium live event. I'm looking forward, I to, am looking forward to watching it from work. I'm looking forward to being in Boston. And uh, I do love the city, hate the teams, and that's my story. I'm sticking to it. Yeah. Uh, Accent's fucking weird. It is weird. Go to the car with the bar, blah, blah, blah. Uh, anything. Yeah. Either, Pronounce your eyes. Yeah. Got strong arts. Uh, oh. <laughs> uh let's see here uh, i mean that too yeah they yeah. were definitely they definitely know how how to pronounce that r <laughs> jesus christ man yeah i went there the um, family episode that's no, not <laughs> <laughs> it surely is not um i'm trying to say anything that's uh worthwhile here i'm not sure why drew mcintyre defeated baron corbin even though that's he's supposed to be getting a push um Nothing else here, blah, blah, blah. Rhea Ripley uh, won against Asuka to uh, get the War Games advantage. I'm just looking over main main points of Raw. Uh, really, really oh, this is one thing I want to bring up. Defeating uh, Alpha Academy. By the way, uh, Otis, Alpha Academy, Um, I, I don't want to hear another bad word about Otis and uh, Chad Gable because they're both gems and uh, should be treated as such. I, I agree. I said it. Yes, go ahead. I agree. Future WWE Hall of Famers in my book. <laughs> I can see, see Otis on the stage at the podium, and, and yeah. t- Tucker is in the, the back row, <laughs> all the way in the back. Tucker, In the nosebleeds. Tucker. In the nosebleeds, but also in a fucking three-piece suit. <laughs> Who's that sharp-dressed tall guy in the back with the beard? He he was able to walk the red carpet, but they put him all the way in the nosebleeds. Uh, I do want to bring something yes. somewhat of a forbidden door, some might say. Oh. There are two superstars, you heard that correct, Mm -hmm. two WWE superstars who will be competing in Japan at New Japan Pro Wrestling. Okay. Because Carl Anderson, with his heater, Big L Gallows, Mm -hmm. are going to Japan so that uh, Carl can defend and highly highly likely lose his never open weight title to i don't know i forgot who he's defending it against if he even has a party yet but uh yeah so forbidden door if you must okay i don't know if we'll, we'll see it will only be a true forbidden door if wwe promotes it at some point hmm. maybe you hear a michael cole or a freaking you know Kevin Pat or, or I'm not Kevin Patrick. Kevin Patrick doesn't have the balls to do that yet. <laughs> uh, you might hear a Michael Cole or a Corey Graves be like, "Oh, check out." No, they're not going to say check out. I think they would, they would probably do it after the fact. Mm-hmm. 
he just I could see Corey Graves going. He just competed in Japan. Yeah, yeah after the fact, not not to promote something. That's yeah, yeah not to not to promote, but after the fact, <laughs> I wouldn't consider it true for Bindor. But if they were to say, "Oh, he's about to go to Japan," mm-hmm. right? If they do that, for Bindor, yes. open. Yes. Yep. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's it's a Raw SmackDown. We talked about talk about War Games. The last thing I will talk about. Uh, Kind of, sort of outside the ring, even though we just mentioned his name, which nice little segue into my last point. Title of this article: Kevin Patrick dragged for his low and boring energy on WWE Raw. He's nervous. How much longer is he gonna be nervous? I'm not saying he's boring, but everybody's used to. Also, also consider the source of this of this comment. Um, if it's the Onion, it's not the Onion. <laughs> of all places, uh, it is not the Onion. Um, the sauteed onion. It is former WWE writer Vince Russo. Oh, okay. Yeah. So uh, next okay, question, okay, please. Okay, let me let me make this point, and then we, we as much as I can't stand Vince Russo now. Let me make um, one point before you make your point. Oh, sure. Do you remember? I'm gonna make a little callback really quick. Mm-hmm. Do you remember the callback to uh we we previously just mentioned Masters debut. Yes. I believe that was at a War Games. Correct. That was titled War Games 2000, if I'm not mistaken. Was it? I thought it was before 2000. If it was, I could be mistaken. Mm-hmm. Regardless, s- still on that topic, the last War Games before NXT's War Games mm-hmm. was titled War Games 2000. And I quote, this was, the, this was the whole title, 93. War Games 2000, Russo's Revenge. Okay? Mm. Judging by that, I'm going to take absolutely nothing of what this man says seriously. <laughs> uh, Shockmaster War Games was uh, 93. All right, I was off. Yeah, we are. Um, so he, the, the point that he makes is, at least to me, can be can be understood. So he the article goes on to say, Jimmy Smith left the company. So you're comparing first of all in in this first sentence they're they're indirectly comparing Jimmy Jimmy Smith to Kevin Patrick. There's a little more energy with with Jimmy Smith. I I enjoyed Jimmy Smith. I I thought he was I, I didn't think he was great. I didn't think he was Cole Ross level, but he he wasn't Patrick level. So I thought he was he was a very good lead announcer. Left the company Way better than Adnan Verk. Well, yes, <laughs> and I love Adnan Verk. I think he's, I think he's very, I think he's very well versed in baseball and in movies, and he's a funny guy, and he was horrible. I with agree, wrestling. horrible with wrestling. I agree with, and and on on top of that, I believe, let's say, nineteen ninety five Undertaker would have a better shot at commentating than Adnan Verk, <laughs> and he didn't say a word. Exactly. <laughs> It was Corey Graves. Uh, it says Corey Graves was on commentary and was joined by is joined by Kevin Patrick. Uh, worked backstage as an interviewer and now uh, former WWE writer has slammed him for being low, boring energy on Monday Night Raw. So he goes on to say, it's, uh, "I'll quote him and then you can take it for whatever it's worth." Quote: "This guy, I don't even know his name. Whatever, Dana Patrick, I don't even know his name." This guy opens up the show with such low, boring energy. This is why I'm so tired of the excuses. What's the excuse for that? This guy can't be excited about opening the show. 
I'm begging anybody, anybody, go watch a show from the Attitude Era and listen to JR open a show. He is so excited, so over the top. He would rather be anywhere else. He wouldn't rather be anywhere else in the world. We don't know what we're going to see tonight. That's the end quote. Uh, and then the article goes on to say, let's see if, if Kevin has anything to say about this. If anything, Triple H seems to be okay with the way he's doing things uh, or the game would make a change. And that's the end of the article. Your thoughts? Take 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 out what who he is and the words that he said. Just just focus on what he said. I taking out who he is, obviously. Mm -hmm. Yes, I can kind of get behind it. However, Mm -hmm. I still see it as a learning curve. Mm -hmm. Look at the look at the difference between day one, Kevin Patrick. And to and you know this past Monday, Kevin Patrick. Oh, he's gotten slightly better. He's definitely gotten slightly better. I, mean, Inf- I would say infinitely better. I, I think he was. I felt like so. Corey Graves was carrying a lot of it, and now him and Corey have that back and forth. Well, that's, it's not the same as Corey and Byron, like that whole thing, right? But it's getting there. It's a solid two man booth. I, Corey's still doing a lot of the heavy lifting, but but Kevin Patrick is starting to, he's starting to get there. I do like sometimes when he, he, Kevin Patrick has like these little quips with him. I I, I do what you see what you're saying, like they're building the rapport, and he he has like these comebacks that I I do find amusing. I I I do tend to agree with with I never thought I'd say that. I do tend to agree with Russo as far as just if, if he had more, maybe that's just his persona because that's just who he is. But Can I put this out there? Look at the dynamic between between if he's bringing it back to Jr. Obviously, Jr. is the best to ever do it. I think that's it's, it's widely a, regarded as Attitude Era. Jr. is the best commentator of all time. The, the, well, those those two. I mean, Jr. and, and Lawler are, are probably the, the best yeah, commentators. The best two man booth ever, <laughs> ever. Yes, ever. That's that's already well known. Yes, yes. With all that being said, right? Attitude Era. That booth at the height of it, mm. mankind jumping off the cage. Mm-hmm. That was already an established booth. It's not like it's not like he was just this is still in the infancy of that booth. When you got to Attitude Era Jim Ross, the Jim Ross Jerry Lawler experience was already full steam ahead. Mm-hmm. You had enough time to get that report together before the fireworks of the wrestling business blew off. I'm not saying that the comparison is fair. I'm saying that the the point is fair. The point that he could be a little more energetic with his announcing is fair because he is getting better. He's getting used to working with somebody as well as actually announcing what's, what you're what you're watching. You're already seeing it. So it's their job to convey it in an exciting way that makes you want to watch the match. If I'm sitting there watching him or listening to him say nothing but just bland stuff while Corey Graves is trying to carry him through a Nikki Cross... Uh, 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 Dana Brooke match like that's those are the matches where I need you and that's not helping me <laughs> like you being where you are here when you need to be here for that kind of thing that's that point I completely agree with Russo on I think he also just doesn't want to step on any toes he's but he's got I mean when at what point does he pull this trigger and say listen I, I have to Corey Graves didn't I mean he didn't come out he didn't come out stale but he didn't come out you know full guns blazing like he is now yeah well all right, then then give him time okay all right listen i'm not saying it's it's not at a work the time in progress. Co- at the i, I want to point this out yes 
at the time of Corey Graves and Sami Zayn's AEW incident during the freaking yes. electric, electric chair, chair. <laughs> Corey Graves was already an stat. He was already a made man. Hmm. If he wasn't, and that was Kevin Patrick in that scenario, he fired. <laughs> you're out. Yeah. He might not be fired per se. Oh. But I'd say he'd be doing, let's say, third-rate backstage uh, promos on NXT. Very level up. You're you're giving him a lot of credit. You have a a short leash, and it was during Vince era. I mean that that was that was Corey Graves and Sami Zayn who were already established, and that was one time you saw that once. (laughs) That was the the shortest lived show of all time, was the the electric chair because it happened for two minutes, and that was the end of it. If that was it was the greatest thing ever. Kevin Patrick doing that. It's like a rookie. It's like a rookie baseball player coming into the game, hitting a grand slam, and never Never playing playing again. (laughs) First and last you ever saw him. If that was Kevin Patrick doing that, you would never hear his name again. Kevin who? Exactly. With that being Kevin said. Nash? You talking about that? <laughs> yeah. No. Anything yeah, else, sir? He, he would have been gone. Anything else, sir, thing. before we say adieu and get to war games? No? <laughs> and with that being said, with a puff of his, his weed stick, I... Up, 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 up. Wait, wait, wait. I don't need that. I don't need that slander. This is straight up nicotine. Oh, it helps even produce some type of stimulant in the brain. Yeah, while corroding your lungs to to Swiss cheese. That's all right. Swiss cheese tastes good. <laughs> yeah, in your mouth, not <laughs> in your chest. Anything else before we uh, head out? Uh, no, I personally am ready for Saturday and Survivor Series War Games. War Games, and I'm ready for Thanksgiving. So. Thank you guys so very much <laughs> for making it to this point. This is my my favorite holiday is Thanksgiving, not just because of the food. The food is always delicious, which I get to cook nothing this year. We're going out to eat. Thank God. But I just I do love the camaraderie. I love, love seeing my family and getting together. So to you and yours, Mr. Joe Black, happy Thanksgiving. I hope you have a great day. Stuff your face and all that good stuff. I have. They want to hear the Thanksgiving song. Huh? I have to play the song out. <laughs> I have to, have to play the song out. Guys, thank you so very much. My name is Chris Mindell. This is the Reaper, Mr. Joe Black. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. I will be at work. Happy Thanksgiving, but Thanksgiving food's overrated. There's a reason we eat it once a year. Goodbye. How dare you? I should have muted your mic a long time ago. Love to eat. I love you. Cause it's good. Love to eat turkey like a good boy should. Cause it's turkey to eat. So good. If that premise was was true, by the way, there'd be more than one WrestleMania. I'm just saying. That clapping's messing my head up, man. <laughs> I appreciate it. But I was, was trying to think of the next You ever one. have a turkey leg in the middle of June? Yes. Renaissance Fair. Oh, that's bullshit. All I hear is clapping. It's bullshit. Don't give me that, all right? I can have a turkey leg anytime I want. Thanksgiving's good for a turkey, one turkey leg, mashed potatoes, and I'm sorry, not mashed potatoes, stuffing and mac and cheese. That's it. You can have that I'm anytime, done with this. Anytime of year. I'm done with this. Thanks. Okay. Thanks. Thankful for, you know, all my go. friends and family anyway. and stuff like that. 
out of silence here. Get the fuck out of here. Give me a fucking spiral ham, if anything. Oh, my God. I mean, they are delicious. Yeah, they are. But it's Thanksgiving, dude. I agree. You can't, Listen, throw, you can't throw a bomb like that and just expect me to play the song out and now at the end of the show. I really thought we were going to. That was I was about to mute my everything and you had to say that. I I've never been a fan of any other sides. Okay. That's why like I just stick so with stick- my freaking turkey and okay. my fucking and my ma- macaroni and cheese is a new thing in my house. I just want to point that out. How, why is that new? It's cuz I never had macaroni and cheese kind of deprived situation i live in a fucking colombian house they don't know about macaroni and cheese on thanksgiving it was sweet potato mash whose fault is that you live in america cut the shit i agree i'm not saying i'm not saying that it was correct (laughs) i've been petitioning for years i've been petitioning all right now we're getting on it i've been petitioning my family for years to get a new fucking refrigerator and put this refrigerator in the garage it just happened yesterday Mm. it's been 12 years you have no pull in that house no no respect and when they finally listen to me they can't stand because i rub it in their fucking face i love my family don't get me wrong <laughs> do you i love my family i love that we went this <laughs> i we, this I by love the way my family i would take i would take a bullet for them any of them mostly any of them 150 some, some odd episodes we've never done this before i just want to point that out just cut the last song out to talk about meals and food and thanksgiving because well, someone had to touch a sore topic. Yeah, I just said happy Thanksgiving. You, you were the one that said it was overrated. Oh yeah, it was me. It was you. <laughs> Whoops. Turkey for you. Let's Good night, eat everyone. The turkey in my big Thanksgiving's still overrated. <laughs> you love to eat the turkey. <laughs> Fucking dick. At the table, I want the only thing. Remember Thanksgiving parade, table. right? Everything that happens at the end is Santa. Merry Christmas, everyone. Eat that turkey all night long. 50 million Elvis fans can't be wrong. Turkey lurkey do and turkey lurkey dap. I eat that turkey, then I take a nap. Thanksgiving is a special night. Jimmy Walker used to say dynamite. That's right. Turkey with gravy and cranberry. Can't believe the Mets traded Darryl Strawberry. Turkey for you and turkey for me. Can't believe Tyson gave that girl meeting. White meat, dark meat, you just can't lose. I fell off my moped and I got a bruise. Turkey in the oven and the buns in the toaster. I'll never take down my Cheryl Teague's poster. Wrap the turkey up in aluminum foil. My brother likes to masturbate with baby oil. (laughs) Turkey and sweet potato pie. Sammy Davis Jr. only had one eye. Turkey for the girls and turkey for the boys. My favorite kind of pants are corduroys. Gobble, gobble, boo, and gobble, gobble, giggle. 
I wish turkey only cost a nickel. Oh, I love turkey on Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. The Sons of Slam podcast.